0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios, your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. And welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. Alongside me is my man Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? Man, I'm a little
1: bit sad this oh, week. Oh, come on! What's the matter, man? It's we're going into week nine of football. Like, <sighs> dude, I, I'm starting to get a little depressed. <laughs> like, obviously,
0: it's it's a little more special for you. Yeah, being a, a dad of a senior, right? But it's just flown by. Like, for me, not just being associated with doing the broadcast, which I love. Right. It's fun. And it's real fun when your team's good. Sure. But, like, I, I feel it too, man. man. I'm just like,
1: this is going too quick. Well, like, you know, like you said, having a senior, you, you just you soak in every moment. Oh, yeah. But, like, last week I was driving home from Little Rock one day, and, like, I had my radio off, and I was just sitting there thinking. I was like – Man, I've only got three games left. <laughs> and all the tears start <laughs> <Yeah>. going <out>. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway. But, no, it's, uh, you know, I, it's my favorite time of year. I love football absolutely season. Me too. But, man, it, I just start getting a little bit depressed because it's almost yeah. over. Like, I can't believe it. It is.
0: And, and, and I, I will say how fortunate we are that for, for Cooper's senior year
1: to be a good one. Yes, absolutely.
0: Because it could, you know, there's a lot of parents out there who are just trying to get through the That's year. That's right. Because, th- you know, they're just struggling.
1: That's right. All right, so we're going to start off this week with the Hogs, as we typically do. I will have to admit, straight out of the gate, I did not watch the ball We you game. working? I was actually watching a sixth grade P game. Oh, that's right, that's <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, because, so Clint played Saturday, but yeah. we, we're third grade, so we play at nine. Right. So we're always, even for these 11 o'clock games, we, we're always done just in time. Now, I have had to play some of it when we've been out of town. Yeah play some of the, like, the first quarter on
1: the way home, right? but I've at least got to watch most of it. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't get to see any of it, so uh, I'll just go through a little bit of the stats, and then I'm going to rely on you. To I'll paint the picture. Paint the picture, baby. <laughs> so the Hogs roll, uh, big win, uh, kind of as expected against a, a UAPV team. Um, so looking at the stats, Arkansas had 25 first downs. Their third down efficiency was still terrible. <laughs> Two for nine for third down. We had 504 total yards, 213 through the air, 291 on the ground. Um, had nine penalties, which is still a lot. Yeah. 76 yards and lost two fumbles. I can tell you this, just just
0: the eye test. Yeah. If you just watched this game, if I hadn't seen anything about either team, the first f- at least half, Yeah, two-thirds of the first half, you go, well, that trail on Burks is something else. Yeah. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> I mean, he's just a playmaker. Yeah. And he's so good. You know, we were sloppy at times on offense. But and, and, and you know, you see the the Facebook heroes. We're terrible. We can't right. do this. You know, we're we're playing UAPB, but you got to remember, number 1, there is somebody on the other side of the ball. That's right. And number 2, Every one of those players that started on the other side of the ball were the best players in their high school.
1: And wanted to play for the Razorbacks. That's right. And so they're playing as hard as they can. Sure. So Uh,
0: so you're you're still playing an opponent, and uh, we still scored 45 points and a half. (laughs) Right, yeah. I mean.
1: Exactly. So KJ was 10 of 17 for 194 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Malik Hornsby got some action. Was 1 of 5 for 19 yards. And then rushing the ball, we ran the ball very well. Dominic Johnson led the way with six carries for 91 yards. And Traylon Burks had two carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. Rocket Sanders, nine carries for 46. A.J. Green, nine carries for 36. K.J. had three totes for 33. Traylon Smith, seven for 24.
0: Yeah, and again, watching that game, as I think most of us would agree so far this year, Rocket Sanders just seems to be –
1: He's going to be the guy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: just a little bit ahead of the rest now. You're talking about three other backs that are special. Yeah. But he's just extra special.
1: Gotcha. Traylon Burks, four catches, 89 yards, and two touchdowns. And then Davion Warren had three catches for 51. Keetron Jackson, a name we hadn't heard much this year, had one catch for 29. Blake Kern, two for 25. And uh, Jaqueline Crawford, one catch for 19.
0: Who's number 84? Um, Is that not Henry? No, 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 no. He's a, he's he's not a he's not a tight end. He's oh. he's a, a tall. I'm not sure. I can't remember his name. He dropped a couple of big ones. Did he really? Yes, and oh. you could tell it ate him up. But um, Malik played a lot in the second half. Did he? And at one time I got you talking about the the third down efficiency. I got a little frustrated because it was fourth and fourth and I don't know three four. He got the fastest kid, probably on the team. Right and when he was a high school senior, the fastest kid in the country. Yes. And we throw – he throws the ball down the sideline like 40 yards. Really? <laughs> On the fourth down, I'm like, Ugh. that's not his thing. Now, he looks good throwing the ball. Yeah. But, and my I, gosh, go get the first down.
1: And that's one question I was going to ask you. You know, looking at his stats, one for five. Yeah. I, it, it just didn't seem like he played a whole lot. But you say he played quite a well, bit.
0: Well, I don't know. I'm, I know he was in there pretty early in the third quarter. Okay. Uh, and I didn't keep up with a lot at the very end of the game. Probably just handed it off. Yeah, down. I was just more listening to it while yeah. I was on TV. Sure. Because uh, it was over. I mean, we were playing literally – Kids that had never played, right?
1: Uh, which was great. Yeah, absolutely. That's you how know. you build depth. I mean, that's why these games are important yeah. to me. I mean, you get to you get to play some kids that don't yeah. typically get to play, and you might find a star in there. Somewhere.
0: That's right. And also, the other side of that is Malik's running for his life a little more because <laughs> right. you don't have your first string in. Right. I will say, not to not to down our players at all, but there was one play in particular that this defensive lineman from UAPB absolutely manhandled our guard. Really? He come off the ball and grabbed him and just threw him. It's like what I tell my peewee players to do. This kid actually did it. Like He grabs him with his hands and throws him down on the ground and then goes after the quarterback. Wow. Like It was like,
1: whoa. I'm going to say our guard does not want to watch that play on film. No,
0: he doesn't want to see that one. (laughs) And it happens to everybody.
1: Sure, sure. So the Hogs are off this week. Um, Take this week to get healed up, rested up. Get everything clicking on all cylinders for Mississippi State the following week. Oh,
0: yeah. That's so. right. We get to heal a little bit more. Yeah. So, we don't play Bama then.
1: Uh, we play Mississippi State, then LSU, then Bama. Oh, really? Yeah. You know,
0: last week we were like, well, it must be Bama. Week. Right. That's good to know. Yeah. Um. You know, watching that, you know, LSU played really well last weekend. Mm-hmm. And then this weekend, at the beginning of the game, if you if you I don't know if you see it,
1: I got I, when I turned it on, they were already down like twenty four. Right, eight. right.
0: So me and Clint had turned it on, and right after Arkansas game, it was like, dang, they scored. Oh, don't tell me else you got better. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I mean, they, 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 I think they're playing better than they were. Yeah, but I think it's a testament, and a lot of people don't want to admit this, but
1: Ole Miss is good. Yes, they are.
0: Like, their offense is impressive. Yes.
1: And, you know, when I turned that game on, the first thing I saw was Coach O, and I was like,
0: I thought they fired him. They fired him after the season.
1: I bet he's putting a lot of effort in. Right.
0: right Well, and I think that he's – I think it looks like he's having more fun. Yeah. It is because it seems like the players are behind him, kind of rallied behind him. Yeah. And he's kind of like – like when they won last weekend, like the assistant coaches were all kind of hugging on him, and he's just kind of smiling like, yeah, Yeah. we won, you know – I think it's maybe a situation where he's – obviously, it's not going his way, but he's maybe having a little more fun doing it. Yeah,
1: he's probably counting the dollar signs.
0: That's – I guarantee (laughs) you. And that's the deal. I don't think there's a lot of bad blood there because I think he knows it was going to happen. Sure. And they're letting him stay, obviously. I mean – you, usually, you know, if you go to work at a bank and get fired, they have somebody to you out. <laughs> That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> All right, so on to UCA. UCA won uh, on the road this past week, uh, beat Lamar 49-38. to 38. Typically, you know, when we talk about UCA, we talk about their, their throwing numbers. Braylon Smith is a special quarterback for them. But uh, they got it done on the ground this week. Braylon Smith was only 17 for 30 for 149 yards. Listen to this, Junk. Darius Hall, or Hale, had 22 carries for 253 yards and four touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. And then, they weren't done there, Kylan James, which I'm pretty sure, isn't he from, um, I think he's a freshman from South Arkansas somewhere.
0: I'd have to look. I don't remember. I'm
1: pretty sure he is. Anyway, he had 11 carries for 112 yards and a touchdown. Wow. So, UCA got it done there, and then they will be on the road again this week at Jacksonville State. Arkansas State lost a close one to Louisiana. Well, One-point game. 28-27. Lane Hatcher played well. 16 for 31 for 300 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, so, out of the four scores ahead, he threw three of them. And yeah. So, uh, they go on road again this week to South Alabama.
0: I want to say something that may not be uh, appreciated by some people. But I'm going to guess most of our fans probably don't care. I kind of got into a little Twitter battle uh, here a couple of weeks ago with Did some A State fans, yeah. Because I made the statement that I stand by that that Butch Jones has made that has really done a terrible job, yeah. Brought people in, fifty two transfers, transfers yep. and really doing the opposite of how this program was built. Mm-hmm. Well, so I started getting some responses from some stay State fans, like in the bubble there, like the the A State bubble, right, and. uh like they're all for it. Like they were like, they're glad they're glad Hatcher's on the bench, really. And they're 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 saying stuff like about this. Yeah, you want to back the kid from Little Rock, and blah blah blah. They they've kind of got it against Little Rock and Fayetteville, and you know anyway. So, and, and he talked about all the the terrible things that Blake left them with, and this and that. Anyway, I, my response was, well, once again, I'm reminded of why us Hog fans root for the. <laughs> A state from afar, right, right. So that's yeah. my that's where I stand.
1: <laughs> All right, so we'll move on from there into our picks from last week. John had a pretty good week. Come huh? on, dude. You know what I put on top of my
0: stalemate. You know, whenever whenever we were uh, when I was playing football, uh, especially in college, like when when we'd go one on one, offensive lineman, right. defensive lineman. You know, it was it was like spring ball or early in the fall, and you're just battling. Yeah. And and that was the term used. If you had two good guys, typically good guys, sometimes you get two bad guys, <laughs> but equally just hitting and going at it, and nobody's going anywhere. Right? They call it, that's the stalemate. Sure. Right? Yeah. Well, me and you hit a stalemate this week. <laughs> at least we were the
1: good ones this time. But hey, dude, we are A students. That's right, baby. Ninety-two percent. Hey, not only did we both make A's, but I don't think since we started doing the pickums, we've ever had a tie, have we? No, we haven't. And get this.
0: I already told you this. I already told you this, so it's not as a surprise. Yeah. But I was—I thought about waiting until the show to tell you <laughs> this, but I told—I told Maddie right before the show. So we have a point system we use, and for every point difference from the actual score for our score, is point zero one. Yeah, and if you lose, it's one whole point. point. Whole point. Yeah. So, so say you pick a team by five and they win by twenty. You pick the right team. You got. the difference. But if you picked a team by five and they get beat by 20, you get 1.25. Right. So it's actually like golf. You want the lower score. That's right. You want the lower score. So I'm going, so I see that we're both 23 or 25, and I'm like, I think I got him on the points, though. (laughs) I got him on the points, right? So I tally up and I I go down the Excel spreadsheet and I hit auto sum 6.93. I'm like, dang. Usually it's like a nine or 10, you know? Right. Of course, we're also. 23 or 25. Yeah. That helps. That's at least two points you didn't get. That's right. So I go and I hit Maddie. I'm like, just be like seven, seven, <laughs>
1: 6.92. <laughs> Golly. You won <laughs> by one score, one point score in a football game. That's this insane. Week. And you know, I, I told Junk when he was telling me this, we laughed about it last week during the podcast at how oh, close yeah. we were on every pick. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> it was crazy because we'd picked the same score. Yeah. And uh, and we don't we do not share notes. No, we don't. Uh, (laughs) Because we're trying to win. We're trying to beat each other. But you uh, you still got a four four point lead on me. They got the four point lead. We still got a few weeks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm playing for the drama. Yeah.
0: You. That's what (laughs) happened last year. I led for just a little bit. Right.
1: Right. All right. So we're gonna get into our highlight players. Performances of the week for last week. We'll start in Lone Oak. We had quite a few here in Lone Oak. Mr. Braden Allen, the quarterback there at Lone Oak, was 8 for 10, 163 yards, three touchdowns, seven carries for 72 yards and two touchdowns. Landon Jones had five catches for 116 yards, two touchdowns. Draylen Clay had two interceptions. And Aiden Roughton at Lone Oak had two fumble recoveries.
0: That defensive coach is happy. I guarantee like Four turnovers? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right, so over at Harrison, Logan Plumley, a name we're familiar with, the quarterback over there. He was 9 for 15, 230 yards and one touchdown, and a pretty big win over Moulton.
1: very big win. I think we both thought that game would be pretty close.
0: I thought it would be closer than it was.
1: Yeah. All right, Cooper Wilcox. I get to call his name again this week. Uh, <laughs> I try
0: to make it to where you don't have to talk about him, but it never works out. I
1: know. 11 for 21 for 240 yards. And also had, uh, I think, how many carries?
0: Oh, it was 10. 10 I, I actually didn't put
1: one minus 10, 10. 10 carries for 75 yards and one touchdown. Carter McElhaney, one of his receivers there in Greenbrier, had three catches for 86 yards and a touchdown, and also had an electric 95 yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And then sophomore Eli Weaver of Greenbrier had five carries for 110 yards and one touchdown.
0: I do want to say one thing about McElhaney.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In two plays, he had 169 yards. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> he had a 95 yard uh, kickoff, and then I uh, I had to I had to do the math in my head, but it was like 80 80 yards something uh, touchdown. touchdown pass. Yeah, uh, and I will say so. I send I do the broadcast for Greenbrier, so after the game every week, I send Matt <laughs> the stats on Cooper. Right,
1: yeah, no <laughs> doubt.
0: All right, so it's me now. Yep. Hey, here's one we've talked about. It seems like every single week.
1: Hey, and I'm going to tell you, this kid right here, I looked last week after we, he got our Player of the Week award. He's second. As far as I know, he's second in the state right now in rushing. Is he? That's before this week. So
0: I saw his, his mom, uh looked like his mom on Twitter, had uh, had retweeted uh, when we had him at play, one of the Players of the oh, Week. Yeah. You know, she'd retweeted. I love it when the parents – yes. See us on Twitter and they respond, or that you know. And one I've got to do today a kid from Bigelow sent me a picture today. Okay, sent it to us on Twitter. So I'll post that tonight. Uh, but yeah, we love it when the parents. We've gotten some really good relationships with some yeah, parents. Right. You know, one of them I think about is, is Donovan Witten's yeah. dad. Uh, I think it's it goes by Donnie. Yeah. Uh, but you know, some of these coaches too that you know they get behind us. They yeah. like the show. They lo- they appreciate that we. You know, all this is for us is a, as a, a way for us to get exposure for these kids because we love it. That's why we did we it. We want to do it. Yeah. And so we love it when you talk to us. Yeah.
1: Respond. Like our stuff. Respond. Yeah. We love it. Absolutely.
0: All right. So anyway, we were talking about. Daryl Kadich from Cedarville, 19 carries, 217 yards, two touchdowns. Four catches for 113 yards and three touchdowns. Wow, what a game. He does it every single week.
1: What a game. In Benton, what a big win for the Benton Panthers this week over Greenwood. Smith was 14 of 22 for 226 yards and a touchdown. Casey Johnson for the Panthers had 20 carries for 108 yards, three touchdowns. Cam Harris, a name we've said many times on here, six catches for 108 yards, two touchdowns. And Donovan Pearson, old Mineral Springs blood. Donovan Pearson had three catches for 56 yards and 36 yard catch in the final drive on a third and long to set up the game winning touchdown.
0: So yesterday I get a I get a message I look down it's from it's from Nicole yeah and her her sister Cynthia is his son is at PA okay. which I think I mentioned before yep. who's been in junior high but this week moves up really? to senior high so now and and it's funny because I've been watching them talk back and forth because next year they're going to be in the same conference <laughs> that's right which. We will, too. So, so uh, Cynthia posted something about uh, playing – or, no, she had posted about Donovan saying, this is the last week I'm going to get to watch my nephew. We, we love, He's my heart. I love him, yeah. you know. Because her son's not going to be playing on Friday nights. Gotcha. And then they said – I think uh, Nicole commented something about, well, you know, it's going to be hard and watching them. And then they laughed about the trash talk. And I, and I came in behind him?" I wrote – we yeah. have to play both of y'all, and then I put like the the sweat <laughs> <laughs> emoji, you know. Yeah, no doubt. But she had messaged me Saturday and was like, uh, "Just let you know, we, uh, Donovan caught a pass on the final drive, to, on the third and long, to set up the scoring touchdown. That's awesome." And she, I love how excited she gets, yeah. and her whole family does. That's cool. So anyway, yeah, he he set up that final final touchdown.
1: Awesome. So tell uh, the other side of that game.
0: So yeah, Greenwood, a uh, name that we've. Regularly here in his yeah. Hunter Houston the quarterback over there, yeah. old Triple H. Uh, he uh, was 27-40 for 279 yards, four touchdowns. And then Luke Brewer had 10 catches for 104 yards and a touchdown.
1: Right. Over at Shiloh Christian, they had another big game. Uh, one of our players of the week from last week, Mr. Eli Wisdom, was 12-17 of 17 for 291, yeah, 291 yards, four touchdowns, all in the first half. Cooper Hutchinson had four catches for 121 yards, two touchdowns in the first half as well. And then Bodie Neal had five passes, 109 yards, one touchdown.
0: Man, they're they had a they, they're just putting up numbers. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, again, this week, we don't have a number for Caden Henley, but you know he had a great game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He probably ran for 45, 50 yards and then had 12 tackles. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ashdown. Caden Winfrey. Now, this right here is an impressive performance. Uh, 235 yards, receiving with three touchdowns. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Bryant, Arkansas, Mr. Carson Burnett, 15 of 19 for 293 yards passing, four touchdowns, and also carried the ball five times for 20 yards. And then Robert Hendricks and Bryant had four catches for 84 yards and three touchdowns.
0: Trying to find – I lost my place. There it is, Robert Okay, yeah. All right, so – we're in Arkadelphia now. Yep. Alex Turley from Arkadelphia. So, this is the only stat I had before. Uh, and then Coach Shucker, he just texted me and gave me Jay Sean and, and Donovan. So, uh, but, but Ty, or Alex Turley from Arkadelphia, 75 yard fumble return for a touchdown. That's a huge, huge score in a close game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, Jay Sean Davis, who we talk about every week, you know, I call him the human bowling ball, 18 carries, 83 yards, one touchdowns, and he had two catches for 29 yards. And then Donovan Whitten, or, yeah, Whitten. Witten, right? Yeah, yep. we are Witten. Yep, Arkadelphia, For some reason, I had Wit written down. <laughs> I was like, "That's not right." So Donovan Witten, uh, fifteen for twenty-five, one hundred sixty yards, one touchdown, fifteen carries, sixty yards on touchdown.
1: Very nice, big I win saw, for them. Yeah, I saw where he took a visit down to La Tech. I think I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. All right, Tyreek Jones from Crossit had t- he was ten of twelve for one hundred ninety-five yards, five carries for seventy-two yards. A pretty efficient night for Mister Tyreek.
0: Yes, it was. Uh, Charlie Fizer at PA has had an awesome year. 25 for 38, 324 yards and four touchdowns. Joe Hyman at PA, six carries, 200 yards, four touchdowns. That's just silly. Uh, yeah. Six carries, to, I said that right. Two hundred. Yeah. Right? 200 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three, Kenny Jordan at PA, 12 catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Jalen McKinney from PA, seven catches, 112 yards, one touchdown. And – uh I didn't, you know, I, 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 I'm sure he had lots of good snaps. My cousin Trevor Duke, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely, So that's another good thing, cool thing about the the Pearson boys. So uh, Cynthia's son's moving up for junior high, to senior. so he'll be playing with Trevor on the senior team for PA. Their their mothers went to school together at Mineral Springs. That's
1: crazy, isn't that crazy? That is wild. So I, I guess I get, I get I'm assuming that their junior high conference is over their season. Yeah, is- I think. I don't know if they
0: may play this week, yeah. but even if they play this week, they're, done. they're still to be done before yeah. Friday night.
1: That's a cool thing that, that PA has always done. We did it in Mill Springs. Uh, all ninth yeah. graders, after your last game, go go dress out with a high school. Sure. I, I love it. I, I do, think too. it's great. All right. And at Little Rock Christian, Mr. Javion Dyer-Jones Dyer had 14 carries for 89 yards. Eli Cooper had 10 catches for 183 and an 81-yard touchdown. Walker White, the quarterback at Little Rock Christian, thirteen of twenty-seven, two hundred ten yards, one touchdown, and five carries for sixteen yards and a touchdown.
0: Appreciate Coach Cohu sending us the stats. Yeah. I, I couldn't find stats on them, and, and and you'd forward them to me from Coach Cohu. Yeah. Hey, also coaches, if you're hearing us, send us stats because we can't always find it. Yes, we'll have an example of that here in a little bit.
1: <laughs> it's a huge help. <laughs> uh,
0: ben or no, no, no Ozark Landon Wright from Ozark, eleven carries, fifty-nine yards, two touchdowns.
1: Two for three passing. That's efficient. Yeah. yeah. 115 yeah. yards and a touchdown. That's awesome. Nick Bell at Bentonville West had three touchdowns on the night. Uh, Sherman Rester,
0: huge night for Shaman. El Dorado, 13 for 18, 302 yards, six touchdowns six carries, 109, yard, 109 yards rushing with a 72-yard touchdown rush.
1: So he was responsible for seven TDs.
0: Yes, and you know what's the thing about him is every single week like that, 13 for 18, he's always yeah. a fish. He doesn't have very many incompletions. No. Um, R.J. Thomas at other rate, four catches, 123 yards, three touchdowns. Jackie Washington, seven catches, 103 yards, one touchdown. That's a name we, we seem mm-hmm. to talk about a lot. And then Cameron – uh bibby from el dorado three catches 80 yards two touchdowns
1: mr Rocker ace bow from jonesboro 16 of 20 for 235 yards and two tds and a big win over searcy oh i'm sorry yeah you Mark, got a couple more cavius pickett from jonesboro 18 carries for 108 yards and two touchdowns and andre reed eight tackles two for a loss and a pick six and then kvon pointer Five catches for 105 yards and two touchdowns.
0: Big night at Jonesboro. Uh, Javion Turner from Star City, four carries, nine, 69 yards, three touchdowns. Cole Branson, seven carries, 97 yards, two touchdowns. Star City getting it done on the ground. Absolutely.
1: Over in Prescott, Karsten Pool, 15 of 23 for 390 yards and five passing touchdowns. What a game. That is a game. Jake-Lon, Jake Lon, Jake, Jake Lon, Jake Lon Zachary. Five catches, 167 yards, three touchdowns, and then also Eric Grigsby had five catches for 152 yards and two touchdowns.
0: And then Omarion. He's still got one more.
1: Omarion Dickens, 14 carries, 180 yards, and two touchdowns.
0: Prescott had a lot of offense <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> Over at Whitehall, uh, they had a big win Friday night. Matt Martinez, 12 for 15, 205 yards, two touchdowns. That's a great now nice as quarterback. Yes, sir. Uh, Zyre Green, 20 carries, 118 yards. And Duran Kane, 18 carries, 111 yards.
1: Very nice. And Rivercrest, we got several here at Rivercrest that had good ball games. Mr. Mike Sharp. Was 11 of 15 for 127 yards, three touchdowns. Clay Burks, three tackles for loss, a 36-yard fumble return for a TD. Octavio Chirinos, I hope I didn't butcher that. Yeah, that's a tough one, Chirinos. Uh, Rivercrest had nine tackles, four of them for a loss, and forced a fumble. That's a defensive night. Yes, sir. And then Michael Rayner from Rivercrest had four carries for 60 yards and two touchdowns.
0: Over at Harding Academy. Cade Smith, is he he a junior? He's a junior. Yeah, I thought so, yep. He was 22 for 29, 329 yards and four touchdowns. Heck of a night!
1: Great ball game.
0: Uh, Andrew Miller, also impressive. 18 carries, 148 yards and two touchdowns.
1: Mr. Kobe Davis from Wynn had nine carries for 126 yards and a touchdown. And Carl Washington, four carries for 40 yards, a touchdown, and one catch for 40 yards. Down in Howard County,
0: Nashville. Trey Hopkins, 17 carries, 153 yards, two
1: touchdowns. In Malvern, Malvern had a big win Friday night, and we've got several on here to recognize. Mr. Genoa Harris, 20 carries for 225 yards, two touchdowns. Jalen Dupree, 20 carries for 155 yards and four touchdowns. Evan Myers, 8 for 8 for 197, two touchdowns. And Carter Martin, 7 catches for 197 yards and two touchdowns. I scored a lot that night. They
0: did. They <laughs> did. So here's a little extra uh, stat that I think is pretty cool. Okay, I saw it on Twitter. So over at Barton, uh, this kid, uh, and it didn't even say his name, but he, in week two, while they were preparing for the game, this kid's father found his father passed away, and so he set a goal to make an extra point in honor of his father. And then Friday night, he he accomplished that goal, wow. and it was pretty cool seeing the
1: pictures and that's, you know that's neat. yeah it was special. That's good stuff. Brayden Jones, we're going to recognize Mr. Braden Jones from Bentonville West. Unfortunately, this kid – Oh, I know.
0: That's why I put him on here. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) He played peewee ball at Greenbrier (laughs) and uh, ended up moving out to northwest Arkansas. But, man, he's turned into a special athlete. He's had 90 tackles on the year, 14 of them for a loss, seven sacks, two kickoff returns for touchdowns, 93 and 99 yards on those. This summer at Arkansas, mm, yeah, he just he ran a four three six in the forty. <laughs> I want to ask you: Are you more happy for him or
0: sad for us? Sad for us, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, one thing I wanted to add, I forgot to. We're at one year, are we podcast. Really? Yeah, you know yeah. how I know. Uh. <laughs> Yesterday I get on there. I'm going to start trying to do some work. Right? Yeah. I pull up Podbean, which we use to to uh, publish the podcast, and it's like your account. It says your account's expired. <laughs> Like what? So I go in. So the card information was expired. Gotcha. And so when it went to renew on the the card, the credit card, uh, it just shut us down. I'll be <laughs> So I had to go in and update the card. I need to renew we're, that. We're back. We're back. It says you want to reactivate your account. Yes, please. yeah. We might want to. do that.
1: <laughs> So happy one year, Matt. Oh, thank you, John. <laughs> it does. It seems like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is all of our. Uh, Highlight performances from last week and man they had a bunch bunch of them and so uh, we enjoy spotlighting those young men and, and their great performances and so now we'll get on to our top tens this week as we're bearing down here on the end of the regular season coming into playoffs and these games just get bigger and the uh ramifications of the games get bigger and so these last two weeks you'll see some some matchups that will determine not only seeding but also conference champions yeah we got a big one in green bro do we ever it's uh, it's gonna be awesome so you want to start with 2a since yeah, i kind i kind of stole your you you stole it
0: last <laughs> week stole my conference I, from it. all right uh 2a in week eight, we had them in this order. Number one, Bigelow, two, McCroy, three, Desart, four, Fordyce, five, Hazen, six, Clarendon, seven, Quitman. which those in the middle there have all been kind of beating each other up. Yeah. <laughs> and then eight, Gurdon, nine, Hector, and ten, Magnet Cove. A lot of teams uh, off this week or, or didn't play because of COVID. I assume that's what it was. It was like – it yeah. says 1-0. Right. The COVID rule this year, you have to forfeit.
1: I think that's the only thing it could have been.
0: I think so, too, unless they maybe they didn't have players. Right. Uh but number one, Bigelow, they beat Quitman 44 to 14. You know, a good Quitman team that we like to follow. Yes. Uh, but you know, we 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 talked about last week. Bigelow's just, just really good.
1: They're just really good. Uh
0: McCrory was off. They're, they're at number two. Deslark, uh they beat Mark Tree, COVID. Yep. Fordyce beat Parker Chapel, COVID. Hazen beat England, COVID. All right, and then Clarendon beat Carlisle, 49, and I want to say that's
1: 49
0: to 8. eight. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, 49-8. Quitman, as we mentioned, lost to Bigelow. Garden lost to Poyn 28 to six. That's two in a row that the Go Devils have dropped. Yeah. Uh, Hector beat Johnson County Westside 44 uh, six. Johnson County Westside, who's put up some points this year. Yeah. And then Magnet Cove beat Bearden 48 to six. So not a lot changed, uh, especially because a lot didn't play. But right. number one, Big Bigelow, they'll be at Hector this week. Number two, McCrory, they're off again. Number three. Desark at England, number four. Fordyce at Hampton, number five. Hazen versus Carlisle at home. Six. Clarendon off. Then number seven. Hector plays Bigelow at home. Yeah. Big game there.
1: Big game. That's that. That'll determine the conference championship yeah. in that one.
0: Yeah, it will. And uh, number eight. Magnet Cove. They're off. Number nine. Quitman plays it. Uh, plays home against Mountainburg. And number ten. Poen is off.
1: You know, I looking up here at McCrory. They were off last week. They're off this week. How you feel about that? If if you're a player, of course you want to play. But but number well, one, you're you're getting healthy. Yeah, you're getting fresh legs. But there's also something to be said staying in the rhythm of playing mm-hmm. every week. So yeah,
0: there I, I noticed there's there's a few teams that they they've got a couple of weeks off. Right, and I think it has to do with just the fact that the the few amount of teams in the yeah. conferences. You know, there's conferences in two A with four teams. Right. In. Yeah, that one with Garden mm-hmm. uh, Magnet Cove. Bowen. Poem. there's yeah. four teams in that conference, and they're all four good teams. C- c- good teams, yeah. So sometimes I think they have problems finding people to play. Yeah,
1: I think the 2A this year really got hit hard, and a lot of them had to drop to eight man football and things of that nature. I think you're right. All right, so 3A last week we had Prescott number one, Boonville two, Harding three, McGee four, Osceola five, Paris six, Charleston seven, Glenrose eight. Hoxie, 9, and center point, 10. Uh, Prescott continues to roll as they beat Bismarck, 52-14. to Boonville took care of Atkins, 49-0. Harding beat a, a pretty good Melbourne team, 40-16. Yeah, to 16. And that
0: game started off like it might be a game for
1: a little bit. For just a little bit. <laughs> McGee uh, continues to roll down there. The Owls are, are – very impressive this year on both sides of the football. 50-13 to over Barton. Osceola with a big win over Walnut Ridge, 50-6. to Paris beat Perryville, 31-6. to Charleston beat Lincoln, 51-14. Um, Glenn Rose won at center point, which that puts center point as the four seed probably in that conference. Yes, three weeks ago, two
0: weeks and a day ago, yes. two days ago, they were on top of Prescott early to win that conference. Yeah.
1: I think even up into the third quarter. Yes.
0: Like, they were up, like, two or three scores. Man. And now they're at the fourth.
1: I'm, I'm going to say whoever matches up against them as the yeah. one seed is yeah. not looking yeah. forward no, to it. you're not. <laughs> and Hoxie, uh, Hoxie with a big win. They stay undefeated on the season over Manila, a Manila team that was undefeated in We conference. thought that could be a game. And Hoxie rolled 49-6. to And in uh, center point – I don't have what center point. Oh, Oh, they they lost. They they lost. lost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so Prescott stays at one this week. They're at Jesseville, which will be a good game. Jesseville's playing a lot better as of the last couple weeks.
0: Yeah, they are. I think they got some – didn't you say they got some players back? Yeah,
1: that's what I understand. Number two, Boonville plays Paris at home. Harding is at Newport. McGee is at home against Dollarway. Osceola is going to Hoxie, so that's a heck of a ball game. Big
0: game. You know, the Harding-Newport game is usually kind of the conference championship right. game, but Newport's a little down, yeah. and Harding's still pretty powerful. Yep,
1: yeah, but I did see, doesn't Newport, they only have one loss in yeah, the conference. Yeah, they're,
0: they're not doing bad, yet, yeah, for sure.
1: All right, so Paris is at Boonville. That's another big game. Big one. That's conference so, championship. I was going to say, both of those games, uh, Osceola and Hoxie and Paris and Boonville were determined conference championship. 100%. Charleston is at West Fork, uh, Hoxie, uh, Osceola, 9 Glen Rose playing at home against Horatio, and then Jesseville at Prescott.
0: So that Jesseville got, made it up into the top ten. Yep. yep,
1: Broke into the top ten.
0: So for my other conference, or other class that I'm, I'm a big fan of, which I'm a fan of all of them, <laughs> let's be honest, uh, Shiloh, Christian, they were number one, have been for some time now. Uh, Joe T. Robinson, number two. Warren was three. Four was Arkadelphia. Five Stuttgart, six Crossett, seven Ashdown, eight Prairie Grove, nine Rivercrest, and ten Ozark. Shallow beat Elkins 50-0. That was a game that some had picked to be close. Yeah, not so much. I did not pick it to be close. (laughs) I didn't think it would be close. Uh, Number two, Joe T. uh, They beat Boxop 56-12. Robinson's really rolling right now. They are. Um, Number three, Warren. Another one is rolling. Beat Monticello forty-one to six. Arkadelphia. they beat a, a, an undefeated Ashdown team thirty-three twenty-seven. Was Ashdown undefeated? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Undefeated. Uh, it was not really a game till late. Yeah. yeah. They were up pretty big, but uh, hey, they pulled it off. That's you right. You know. And I, and I asked Coach Coach Shucker. I, I told him great win. He said, Well, he said it was a little sloppy. We'll, we'll take it. Yeah, absolutely,
1: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
0: so uh, number five Stuttgart, they beat Mills sixty-three twenty-eight. Cross it beat Hamburg fifty six to three, which Stuttgart's playing some ball now. They they struggled early. Yeah, something went on there. I don't know what's going on.
1: It is it's a little strange, but uh,
0: uh, yeah, they're rolling now. Yes. Uh, number seven Ashdown, uh, they lost like I said to Arcadelfia in a close. And Prairie Grove, number eight, beat Gentry, who we thought could be a good yeah. game, and it wasn't a bad game. They but they beat them forty right. nine twenty one. Rivercrest beat Gosling 42-0. That Rivercrest team is scoring some points. They're rolling. Uh, Ozark beat Possible 35 to 14. So this week. Going into week nine, Shallow Christian, number one, plays at Gravit. Number two, Joe T. Robinson plays at Ashdown. Last year, Ashdown beat
1: Robinson. They did. I'm gonna say Robinson does not does, let that happen. I think they still remember that, probably.
0: Um <laughs> so. Yeah. Number three, Warren goes to Hamburg for Arkadelphia, goes to Bocksite. A lot of away games for these teams. Mm-hmm. Number five, Stuttgart goes to Lone Oak. Might be a game. Could be. Could be could a game. Be. Uh, Number six, Cross. It plays Helena West, Helena at home. Seven, Ashdown, as we mentioned, plays Robinson at home. Number eight, Prairie Grove. They go to Berryville. And then nine, Rivercrest goes to a Truman team that's not bad. Right. And then Ozark, number 10, they play Lamar at home. That could be a game because yeah. Lamar's been playing pretty good.
1: You know, you're looking at that Stuttgart and Lone Oak game. I, I, I'd have to look at the standings. I don't know that if Lone Oak beats Stuttgart, it assures them of the one seed because they have a loss in conference. But it, it, it's going to make some things interesting. if they're able it to is. put off that win.
0: Now, who was it? Was it no? Southside didn't beat them. Who beat them? Yes, it Southside was beat Southside. Lone Oak in overtime. That's right. They beat, that's right. Yep. Stuttgart has not lost no. right in in conference. No, but Lone Oak's playing playing better right yeah, now. They are. You know that. Uh, That quarterback over there, Brayden Allen, he had a great game Friday night.
1: He's good, man.
0: All right, 5A. All
1: right, 5A. We had a little shakeup here in 5A. So, last week, we had Pulaski Academy 1, Whitehall 2, Camden Fairview 3, Greenbrier 4, Valonia 5, Little Rock Christian 6, Wynn 7, Maumelle 8, Nettleton 9, and Farmington 10. And so, PA just continues to dominate and roll. They played their crosstown rival Little rock Kristen and just drummed them 63 to 14. uh Whitehall continues to play good defense they beat Montmel 45 to 12. uh number three Camden Fairview was a little bit interesting ball game yeah. uh they beat Hope 42 to 27 but at half wasn't it 21 all
0: uh le- I maybe or maybe I, I know, 21 I know like late in the game it was 28 21 yeah
1: so that's a little bit of a head scratcher yeah, there it was uh, number four, Whitehall, um, I'm sorry, number four, Greenbrier uh, played a Farmington team that coming into the game was 6-1, and one and Greenbrier just dominated, beat them 48-6. Some
0: people had them um, picked ahead of Greenbrier. Yeah,
1: and the rankings sure did. Bologna continues to dominate and roll. They beat Alma 56-20. to 20. Uh, Number six, Little Rock Christians, we talked about, got beat pretty bad by P.A., Number seven, Wynn, uh, looking like they're, they're going to battle for the conference championship next week against Nettleton. They beat Perigold 51-0. Maumillo, like we said, lost to Whitehall 45-12. Nettleton continues uh, their unbeaten streak. They beat Four City 36-6. to And then Farmington lost to Greenbrier 48-6. to And so this week in 5A, PA stays number one as they play at home against BB this week. BB with a huge win. Huge win and an outside chance to get that four seed. Do they really? If, I think if I looked at it right, if they somehow could pull off the win against Whitehall next week, which is a big ask. That's a big ask. They will get the four seed. No. So, they got the got two of the toughest games left on the schedule. They just play a tough conference. They do. Number two, Whitehall, they're off this week as they only have, uh, I think, seven teams in the central there.
0: Ah, I wondered why yeah. they were off.
1: Number three, we moved Greenbrier, the Panthers up to number three as they continue to impress. Um the, the the defense junk has played very, very good the last three ball games.
0: I mean we've been we that those those games have all been a continuous clock in the second half. Right. I mean Harrison was. Yes. Farmington was. P Ridge. P Ridge. Yeah. It's just every week. Right. I mean we you know, the scores look good, but I mean, sometimes I wonder if we couldn't score 60, 70 points. Sure,
1: absolutely. Move Valonia up to four as they continue their unbeaten uh, unbeaten season. They're at Moralton this week. I don't expect them to have much um, much of a comp contest over there. But, you know, going to Moralton always tough. It man. is. It's always it tough. It is,
0: and this really sets up for a huge oh, man. week 10 matchup. I
1: don't even want to talk about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I forgot to say Greenbrier is at Alma this week. Number five, Fairview, who's 8-1 on the season, 5-0 in conference. They're uh, playing at home against Hot Springs. Number six, Little Rock Christian is at home against Jacksonville. Number seven, Wynn, is at Four City. Number eight, Nettleton, who they will face Wynn next week for probably a conference championship. Yeah, it's going to depend on this week, though. But, but Nettleton's got a tough game this week at home against Valley View. It's going to be a game. Yeah. And then number nine, Maumel. Um, You know, this one, we, me and Junk kind of went back and forth on whether to put Maumelle nine or ten. You know, looking at their record, they're three and six and two and three in conference, which is – not very impressive by any stretch, but when you go through their their list, their yeah. schedule.
0: Well, you look at their six losses and look at everybody you would put up in that place, sure. and I, and I think all three, all of them would have lost those six games. Yeah,
1: and so we got Mill at nine. They're at home against Watson Chapel, and then we kept Farmington in the top ten at ten, and they are at home against P Ridge.
0: So we got, uh, you know, that Magnolia team. I keep keep waiting for them to right. You know, which we'll see them in the playoffs, yeah. I'm sure. They'll be there, and yeah. so will Harrison. Yeah. All right, 6A, Lake Hamilton, number one last week in week eight. Number two, Jonesboro, three, El Dorado, four, Benton, six, five, Parkview, six, Greenwood, seven, Russellville, eight, Sylvan Hills, nine, Marion, and ten, Searcy. So, number one, Lake Hamilton, they beat Van Buren 63-33. to 33. Number two, Jonesboro beat Searcy 35-13. Three, El Dorado beat Sylvan 51-23. Benton, whew,
1: big game. Man, what a win. Win at the last. Did I – it seems like I heard that they scored two touchdowns with four and a half minutes yeah. left in the game. Early, early. Greenwood was up pretty yeah. big early. Yeah, because wow. I, I looked at the score at halftime and I thought, I'm going to get one on jump. Yeah, because right you picked Greenwood, <laughs> I put
0: Benton. Uh, but, yeah, they scored at the end there and won by one 41 to point,
1: 41-40. Broke my heart.
0: Yeah, it did. <laughs> Parkview, number five, they beat Russellville 48-7. to seven. Pretty big win right there. Yeah. The Russellville's not a bad football team. Number six, Greenwood, as we mentioned, lost. Seven, Russellville, they lost. Eight, Sylvan Hills, lost to El Dorado. Uh, nine, Marion, beat Pine Bluff thirty-eight twenty-four, 24 And then Searcy, as we mentioned, lost to Jonesboro. All right, so that gets us to week nine. At the top. 8-0, Lake Hamilton. They'll, they'll play Benton this week. That's going to be a big and big and big. Un. Four
1: conference championship. Yep,
0: that's right. Uh, number two, Jonesboro plays Sylvan Hills at home. Uh, could be a good game there. Yeah. Number three, El plays Searcy at home. Number four, Benton goes to Lake Hamilton, as we mentioned. Five, View goes to Hebrew or Hebrew Salem Springs. <laughs> number six, Greenwood plays Van Buren at home. Number seven, Sylvan Hills. They go to Jonesboro. Number eight, Russellville plays Mountain Home at home. That one's one I, I had trouble picking. Yeah. Uh that's gonna be a good one. Marion plays Sheridan and then 10 Cersei at El Dorado.
1: Awesome. All right, which will bring us into our top classification in the state. 7A. Last week we had Bryant number one, Conway two, North Little Rock three, Fayetteville four, Bentonville five, Northside six, Cabot seven, Rogers eight, Bentonville West nine, and Springdale Harbor ten. And not a whole lot changed this week. We did have a little bit of shake up there in the middle. But uh, Bryant, they continue to be impressive as they beat Cabot. The Panthers 45-20. to They are uh, at home against North Little Rock, which will be interesting to see the outcome of that ball game. junk. You know, North Little Rock is, has had a good year, but just seems like they're not quite there yeah. yet. But they're uh, right there. They're right there.
0: Uh, and I think they're pretty good defensively.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: it, it could be interesting. That's right.
1: Number two, Conway uh, beat Central, took care of business there, fifty-five to twelve. They're at Catholic this week. North Little Rock at number three. Uh, they beat Northside in a close contest, twenty-eight to twenty-one. A Northside team is very scrappy and and plays solid defense, but uh, Northside able, or North Little Rock able to pull out that win. And they're at Bryant. Number four, Fayetteville. They beat Springdale 49-21. to They've got another um, should be pretty easy game for them this week at Heritage, which is struggling a little bit. Uh, number five, Northside. We got Northside at five just because they've played some really good teams above them, some really close contests. You know, you
0: they lost to Conway by two. Yep. They lost to North Little Rock by a touchdown. Yep. And they played that Bryant team close early. That's right. It was like an 18-point game ended up.
1: yeah. It was close early. Absolutely. So, this Northside team's impressive. They are. They are. They're 5-3 and three on the season, but don't let that fool you. They, they play some good ball. They lost to North Little Rock 28-21, and they play Cabot this week. So, we'll see uh, how that one turns out. Number six, Bentonville in a close, close win over Rogers. Kind of a
0: shocker. Yeah,
1: 56-49. to 49. Uh, They're playing at home against Springdale this week. Number seven, Cabot at Northside. Rogers. number eight, which I think they've been there pretty much – the majority yeah, of the year they um, but they just can't get that signature win but well, they almost got it last week well they're
0: kind of the the cream of the crop in that everybody else
1: right that's right number 9 Bentonville West uh Beat Heritage 55 to 7 uh they're at Southside this week and then number 10 Harbor uh one at Southside 49 to 28 and they play Rogers this week
0: i will say this about North Little Rock You know, coming into the year, a lot of people expect them to be really down. Mm -hmm. You know, they lost Kareem Cotton, Right. And then they got their coach left, got a coach, Randy Sanford, which we're big fans of. Sure. Uh, He's been there for 107 years. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, he told us this summer, he said we're not going to try to reinvent the wheel. He said we're just going to pound the ball. Yeah.
1: And uh, play defense, and that's what they've done. That's what they've done. And I, you know, I, I, I thought that North Little Rock, I thought that uh, Northside might get them next last I, week. I did too. I did. I thought it was possible. But uh, you know, they just just couldn't get it done, right? But, uh, but I think that says
0: more about Northside than it does North Little Rock.
1: Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> I just realized when I looked down here that I have not picked my games yet. So <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're uh. gonna go off the fly, and maybe I pick better that way. Well, You know, because I actually study these things and pick most of the times, and I haven't been doing very
0: good. Oh, my gosh. I didn't finish mine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be great.
0: Oh, my gosh. I picked half of mine.
1: (laughs) All right. So, number one in our pick this week, we got North Little Rock at Bryant. I'm going Bryant by 13.
0: I got Bryant by 20.
1: Okay. Cabot at Northside. Man, I have gone back and forth with this one. I'm going to go with the home team and a close one. I'm going north side by three.
0: I got north side by six.
1: Okay. Rodgers, who played Bentonville to a very close ball game last week. Uh, From what I understand, Bentonville kind of maybe took a little bit of luck in winning that one uh, there at the end. But Rodgers is at Harbor. I'm going to take Rodgers in this one by 10. I got uh, Rodgers by 12. Okay. Southwest, number four, Southwest at Central. And this one, um, you know, looking at it on paper doesn't look like a very sexy pick, very sexy ball game, but uh, it should be a close ball game. And so I'm going to go with Southwest in this one by four. I'm going with Southwest by two. Nice. Sylvan Hills at Jonesboro. I'm going with Jonesboro by 17.
0: I went Jonesboro 14.
1: Okay. West Memphis at Pine Bluff. I'm going Pine Bluff by eight.
0: I got Pine Bluff by three.
1: Okay. Mountain Home at Russellville. I'm going to go with Mountain Home in this one by one. I went Russellville by three. Ooh, we first one we picked different. All right. So, this one here for a conference championship. Benton at Lake Hamilton. Benton playing some great ball as of late. Lake Hamilton has just continued to roll as they have all season. I'm going to say Lake Hamilton handles the line of scrimmage and deflates the ball a little bit and slows down Benton. I've got Lake Hamilton by six. I've got Benton by two. Oh, I love it. Love it. Valley View at Nettleton. This one, um, you know, Nettleton is looking forward to next week's game. Yep. Um, against Win. I don't think that it's going to slip up on them that Valley View is a good football team. Sure. And I'm going to go Nettleton by seven. So, I I, I look,
0: went back and forth on this one and uh, kind of looked at how they matched up with other teams in the conference. Right. And, and it seems like Nettleton just had a little bit more in the spread of the points. Sure. And so, I went with Nettleton by six.
1: Okay. Hope at Texarkana. Here's another one of those matchups that uh, neither team has had great years, but uh, always looking to get a victory in these type of ball games. I'm going to go with Texarkana in this one by three.
0: I, my friend, am going with Hope by five. Uh, are you? Yes.
1: All right. Gentry at Elkins. This should be a good ball game here. I'm this going, was a tough one. For I'm me. going to go with Elks by seven.
0: <laughs> I went with Gentry by three. <laughs> We're going to have some <laughs> – so there's going to be a change in, the, to a in change. The, the spread. It's yes. either going to be close or not.
1: <laughs> so it's either going to be close or I'm done yeah. for the year. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Stuttgart at Lone Oak. Stuttgart going on the road. To play the Jackrabbits, I'm going to go with Stuttgart in this one by six.
0: I went with Stuttgart, I think. Where am I at?
1: Number 12.
0: Oh, I missed that one. Hold on. <laughs> I skipped that one. So, I'm going with Stuttgart by three. What okay. What'd you pick? Six. Okay, Yep. Yeah.
1: Number 13, Lamar at Ozark. I'm going Ozark by 12.
0: Ozark by three. That could be a game. Yeah,
1: I agree. Robinson at Ashdown. Robinson, still remember the uh, the loss they took last year to Ashdown. Ashdown coming off a tough loss against Arkadelphia, but I'm going Robinson in this one by 13.
0: I went with Robinson by 10.
1: Okay. Number 15, Nashville at Malvern. You know, Malvern has played well last week. Yeah. Put it on a Fountain Lake team that we thought would be a good ball game.
0: A Fountain Lake team that beat Nashville
1: pretty bad. Right, right. And so, I'm going to go Malvern here by eight. I This one was hard for me. Sure. It's because it's Nashville.
0: Right, There's, because you look at it and you're like, well, 40 plus 40 is 80. <laughs> but Nashville also did this. Right. They slipped up on this team.
1: It's just hard to believe that Nashville's not the Nashville were used to.
0: Well and, 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 and they're not supposed to be. No. And so we look at that, but then in games they they still win sometimes. Yeah, that's right. So I, I'm going Malvern eight, but okay. don't be shocked if if it's not an upset.
1: Sure. Harding Academy traveling to Newport, uh Newport team that's only have one loss in conference. They're gonna this is their Super Bowl this year that if they could somehow knock off Harding Academy, that would assure them of a conference championship. But I'm going with the Wildcats in this one by 17.
0: I picked the Wildcats by 20.
1: Okay. Perryville at Baptist Prep. This game has big playoff seating implications. I'm going to go with Perryville on the road by three. I'm going with Baptist Prep by one. I knew you were. Number 18, Osceola at Hoxie. Man, this will be a ball game here. I would love to watch this one, I actually. Would I'm gonna go with Hoxie. Oh! I'm gonna go with Hoxie by two.
0: I picked Hoxie by five. Did you? I didn't think there's any way you'd pick Hoxie.
1: <laughs> All right, number nineteen, Paris at Boonville, Boonville by thirteen.
0: I got. And there's another one I missed. <laughs> I guess I'm writing too big.
1: Hey, welcome to my world. <laughs> Golly,
0: Paris at Boonville, Boonville by seventeen.
1: It's Would you, of what'd you pick them on thirteen? It's kind of fun fun picking on the fly. It is. Prescott at Jesseville. I think this one's going to surprise some people. I think this is going to be a lot closer ball game than some may think. But in the end, I'm going Curly Wolves by six. I went
0: with Prescott by 16, but I agree. This could be a game. Yep.
1: Rising at Camden Harmony Grove. Man, this will be a good ball game here. I'm going to go with the Wildcats in this one as well by three.
0: I went with Rising by seven.
1: Gurdon at Mount Ida, you know, Garden struggling, coming off two consecutive losses. Mount Ida had a big win two weeks ago over – who was it, John? Poen. Was it Poen? I think so. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Go Devils in this one. I think they kind of get it turned around, and I'm going to go with them by 10.
0: I picked Mount Ida by four. Did you really? You know, Garden dropping two and then a and, and, and pretty bad loss to Poen. Yeah. Who lost to Mount Ida. But, you know, Desert beat Mount Ida by like 50. <laughs> I, I don't know.
1: It's crazy. All right, number 23. Um, Now, you may have to correct me on a couple of these games because I know we switched them out. But I got Bigelow at Hector. Is that right? Yep, you're good. All right, so Bigelow at Hector. This is for a conference championship there in 2A. I'm going with the Bigelow Panthers in this one by 16. Bigelow by 30. Whoa, big win.
0: Well, here's the deal. I looked at the difference between – Hector and the teams they played, mm-hmm. and the equipment and the teams they played. Equipment's actually scored, beat the teams worse than Hector did. Is that right? And then you look, they, they
1: beat him by thirty. Yeah, that's right. All right, so Carlisle at Hazen. This is a uh, how far is Carlisle from Hazen?
0: Yeah, like across the river,
1: <laughs> right down the <laughs> yes. street. So this is a big time rivalry here of years past. I'm going to go with Hazen in this one by thirteen.
0: I went with Hazen by 14.
1: Okay. And then the last one
0: Green County Tech at Batesville. G. C-t. C-T
1: at Batesville, yep. and this one is probably for that fourth seed in the East, the 5A East. Batesville is having a little bit of a down year, but you know they have a lot of tradition over there, and uh, they know that you know they want to play in the playoffs. They yes. always feel like they've got a yep. chance. But I'm going to go with Green County Tech. Oh, I'm going Green County Tech by 13. You're gonna you're gonna regret that.
0: Am I? Yeah. Wow. You are. Batesville by seven. Wow!
1: So we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks different. Yes, and I'm down by four, so I could be down double digits yes. going into
0: next week. So Green County Tech lost to Brooklyn seventeen to fourteen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Batesville beat Brooklyn. Beat Brooklyn twenty-one seven. Yeah, and it's that was that was my decision making,
1: and it's at Batesville. Yeah,
0: but you're you're going strong with the GCTs. I'm just going by what sounds I... like sounds like a <laughs> like a shot you take the G C get the GCT.
1: I'm just going by what I saw the eye test when we played Batesville.
0: I I think they got to be different you saw what they did with Cersei after that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe, <sighs> yeah, I, I maybe Greenberg's maybe just better than we think they are.
0: Every week I ask that. <laughs> I, I seriously every week I'm like, you know, we're, it's like we're scared to say that they're good.
1: Yeah, we are. We just. Uh, Just got to take care of the Airedales this week, and then it'll bring up that big week 10 matchup in Faulkner County. Oh, eagle meat. That's right. (laughs) All right, brother. You got anything else? We do. Players of the week. Oh, how did we forget that? Uh, We didn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably about the same way I forgot to make my picks. I'm going to embarrass you
0: a little bit. I'm going to tell on Clint. Oh,
1: (laughs) you got to. It's great.
0: Friday night. <laughs> what was it we were talking about that he said it?
1: Um, oh, you were talking about the tailgate. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I told Clint, I said, the tailgate tonight at Greenbrier is going to be done by First Security Bank. Right. I said, they're going to have the tail grill out there. I said, you know who's going to be out there? He said, Maddie L. I said, Maddie L. He said, yeah, because he takes massive L's <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> just burned. <laughs> he man. did. I said, dude, I'm straight up telling Maddie what you said about him. <laughs> And so, when they get there, I look, Clint's hiding behind a tree. (laughs) I'm like, you better come here and face him. (laughs) That's good stuff. All right, Players of the Week. All right, so this first one is a mystery. Yes, it (laughs) is. A. So, we we went ahead and did this because we didn't want to leave this out because it's such a special deal. But Matt saw – and did not write it down now, or screenshot it. Now, to my defense, it
1: was early this morning as I was scrolling through my phone. He's but brushing his teeth. I'm pretty sure I didn't dream about yeah. Dirk, Dirk's football. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't think so. <laughs> but anyway, so running
0: back at Derek scored. He thinks six touchdowns and set a school record. Yep. we cannot find the stats anywhere. I'm telling you, I I can't find it. So we're going to try to get a hold of somebody from Derek's. Uh, verify. Make, to verify. I believe that's Coach Fannin. I believe that's right. Uh If you listen to the show and you know, let us know this kid's name and what it, what the stats were. So, we're giving it to him for two-way, player of the week. 3A from Prescott, Carston Poole. 15 for 23, 390 yards and five touchdowns. What on ball the ball game. Yeah. 4A, Cade Smith over at Harding Academy. Um, Cade had an awesome game also. Let me look up here. I, got, I wrote it down. Maybe I didn't. You know, I did. Here he is 22 29, 329 yards, and four touchdowns. Very nice. Uh, number or 5A, Ooh, Joe Hyman. Let me tell you, this kid ran the ball six times, 200 yards, four touchdowns.
1: Carried it six times and scored on four of them.
0: Four of them. And ran for 200 yards,
1: 33.3 yards per yes. carry. Not a bad.
0: No. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what else isn't bad. It's 6 a Shaman Rester from El Dorado. 13 for 18. 302 yards, six touchdowns. Oh, yeah. He also carried the ball six times for 109 yards with a 72-yard touchdown run. Wow. And then 7A from Bryant, the Hornets, Carson Burnett. Where's he at here on my paper? Always here close. There he is. 15 for 19, 293, four touchdowns, five carries, 20 yards.
1: So congratulations to those guys. We've been getting sending out shirts. Uh, we did not get to send those from last week out. Yeah. Uh, we will yet. tomorrow. We will tomorrow. They'll get out tomorrow. So be on the lookout for your shirts and congratulations on a player of the week. Yes. And so uh, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. That's we good. got 20 seconds till it it's an hour. Week nine, man. Yep. Week nine. Hard to believe. <laughs> Wiping the tears. All right, guys. Thank y'all for joining us. We'll check you next week. Later on.
0: You've been listening to Between the Mats your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.